every single child who was or adolescent who was truly blocked at Tanner stage two is has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's it's really about zero. These are the, of course, these are just assigned male at birth, so trans, feminine, and it's because they never in their lives are exposed to testosterone. Ah, yes, that's Dr. Marcy Bowers, who was born a boy, grew up a boy, became a man, then uh, decided to change all that, and uh, now does surgeries on people to help them change their genders. Dr. Marcy Bowers was also on Face the Nation day before yesterday on Sunday when Chris Christie was on, when the hostess, Margaret Brennan, suggested, isn't it time for the Republican Party just to move on from the Biden family's corruption? Just move on. She didn't say any of those words, except for move on. It's moveon.org. But Dr. Marcy Bowers was on CBS Face the Nation on Sunday, and interestingly, Margaret Brennan didn't ask her anything about boys who are given these treatments never having a sex life of any kind because of the Democrats, you know. Uh, pretty uh, pretty amazing and appalling stuff, I've got to say. Dr. Marcy Bauer is the president of the World Professional Association for Transgender Health. They've got a World Professional Association for Transgender Health, and Dr. Marcy Bowers used to be a man, and uh, that's uh, and on uh, face the nation didn't come up. Hey, wait a minute! You're Tanner stage two. Um, never have an orgasm. The the boys in their lives never. You're turning them into eunuchs. That didn't come up on CBS uh, face the nation though. But there was a, a funny thing. They've got a new abbreviation for us because. They come up with new ones every couple of days, and then it's uh, you got to uh, spend a lot of time and brain power keeping up with their coded language while they accuse you of speaking in coded language. And uh, here is uh, Dr. Marcy. Marcy goes by Marcy Bowers on Face the Nation, where Dr. Marcy Bowers was never asked about young boys going transgender, never having a sex life of any kind, but becoming eunuchs. That never came up. And that's, it's, you know, it's Dr. Marcy Bowers that said that, and I've played that audio before for you, because it's alarming and disturbing and distressing. But here is Dr. Marcy Bowers not being asked about that by Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation day before yesterday. So the majority of people, though, that are, that do identify as TGD or transgender diverse, TGD. Uh, don't access even uh, medicine or surgery. It's just a feeling of uh, maleness and femaleness that, uh, that differs from their birth assigned gender. Their birth assigned gender, yeah. Their TGD, TGD. In uh, France, they've got a, a train, a high-speed train called the TGV. The TGV train go very fast, and the TGV is high-speed train. But here in the United States, TGD is now an abbreviation that the Democrats are rolling out on Face the Nation for transgender diverse they use the word diverse a lot but i don't think they know what it means the uh, and tanner stage two you start giving the kids puberty blockers and then never have a sex life of any kind you know why michael the democrats because of democrats that's the that's why Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. man oh manischewitz you're a democrat party they are not well and your news media uh, 
Speaking of uh, the vicious Biden family and all the corruption and and all of that, um, the Bidens, you remember they had this German shepherd at the White House and they had to get rid of it because it kept biting Secret Service agents and officers. They have a uniform division of the Secret Service. You may find at the White House. So uh, there are Secret Service officers and then there are Secret Service agents. Well, they had to get rid of their dog because it was a crazy dog biting people all over the White House. And so they got a new dog, another German Shepherd. Well, mm, uh, huh? The uh, turns out the first dog, I think it was called Major. It was called Major. And Major bit a whole lot of people at the White House. And then they got rid of Major. I think they shot him in the head on the, on the south lawn of the White House and dragged it away with a golf cart in front of the kids because they like to do that. But uh, they got a new dog, a new German Shepherd called Commander. Commander, which is very militaristic, don't you think? You got major and then you got commander. Very uh, patriarchal, I think, uh, major and then commander. But the New York Post has the story. The Washington Post doesn't and the New York Times doesn't. The New York Post does. Biden's dog commander sent Secret Service officer, this is the new dog, sent Secret Service officer to hospital, bit six others after replacing first pooch, Major. The dateline is Washington. President Biden's nearly two-year-old German shepherd commander bit seven people in a four-month period after the former first dog, Major, was ousted from the White House over similar aggressive behavior. Major was a rescue pup. Major did not bite someone and penetrate the skin. And the dog's being trained now, our trainer at home in Delaware. Sure, yeah, pay no attention to this. Yeah, your trainer is fired, right? Let's, let's publish the name of the trainer because they got a bad trainer. They got a trainer nobody else should pick for your family dog. So internal Secret Service communications reviewed by the New York Post reveal that their two-year-old German Shepherd has now bit seven people, and that's uh, Commander, very militaristic. After they got rid of Major, very militaristic, because Major bit so many people. The shocking spate of incidents involving Commander, none of them previously reported. You got a whole White House press corps in there every day, right? And they never find out anything. None of them previously reported Mirror's attacks involving Major who the White House says was given to uh, family friends after biting many Secret Service members in 2021. And the most serious documented incidents involving Commander, the new dog, the White House Physician's Office, November 3rd, 2022, referred a bitten Secret Service uniformed officer to a local hospital for treatment after the dog clamped down on their arm and thigh, arm and thigh, should have shot it, I think. Uh, according to, you got a, you know, you got a nine millimeter right there. Just boom, take care of that. Uh, according to emails under the, uh, 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 released under the Freedom of Information Act to a conservative group, Judicial Watch, the great Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton and the gang over there. Records show Commander broke the skin of a different Secret Service member's hand and arm weeks later after the president unleashed him outside the White House following a family movie night. Family movie night. What was the movie? Cujo. That's what it was. It was Cujo. Not really. I just made that up. 
and the following month, Commander bit the back of a security technician at the Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. I don't think they're very good dog owners. What do you think? Sounds like they're not very good. First family's new headache comes as House Republicans intensify their focus on Joe Biden's role with his son and brother James Biden's international business dealings in countries such as Ukraine and China. Don't forget uh, Romania. With one of Hunter's closest associates, Devin Archer, expected to testify next week that the first son often put the then vice president on speakerphone while he was doing business with his foreign partners. Foreign partners. He's had a lot of foreign partners, including Russian prostitutes. Isn't that so? Yes, it is. Now, here's the thing about this Devin Archer testimony. Um, Devin Archer was convicted of shaking down Native American, a Native American tribe, tens of millions of dollars. And Hunter Biden was very directly involved in that too, but he got a free pass again because he gets away with everything. But Devin Archer is now being described in the media as a former friend, a former friend of Hunter Biden's. Devin Archer got the same $1 million a year no-show job from Burisma, the Ukrainian gas company, a natural gas company, right? Um, And and now he's going to testify. Here's the thing. He was supposed to testify weeks ago, but they canceled and then they rescheduled another deposition, and then they canceled again, and then they scheduled another deposition, and Devin Archer, through his lawyers, canceled again. They keep canceling. Former Burisma board member Devin Archer has canceled his deposition three times. Devin Archer, former Burisma board member and business partner of Hunter Biden, has canceled scheduled depositions before the House Oversight Committee three times leaving committee leadership to try to figure out what's next. Now, it has been figured out. That was four days ago in the Washington Examiner. And it's been figured out. And he was supposed to testify this week on camera in open session in front of God and everyone. But now they've killed that. And the Republicans have agreed to allow Devin Archer, after issuing a subpoena for him to appear before Congress, they've agreed to allow him to come in on Monday, not this week at all, but next Monday, and testify in closed session with no cameras and for um, transcript only. So there will be no sound bites for television and no audio for radio. And so the cover-up continues, and the Republicans on Capitol Hill don't have the, the brass to force Devin Archer to testify in public about the Biden family corruption. And uh, honestly, Republicans grow a backbone and uh, get the job done. How many years does all this stuff take in Washington, D.C.? It's completely nuts. So he's canceled three times. He was supposed to be deposed on camera in open session this week. Instead, uh, next week, Monday, closed session, transcript only. I guess he's got better lawyers than the Republican committees on Capitol Hill. Just amazing. But we are being told, and uh, Devin Archer is expected to corroborate this, but not on camera, not in open session. Is he going to be under oath? Well, lying to Congress is illegal, even if you're not under oath. Really? When's the last time anybody got in trouble for that? 
The New York Post has the story and the Washington Post does not. I think the Washington Post has still not published a story about the IRS whistleblowers testifying in open session last week. They covered it up. They actively, the Washington Post, engaged in an active and open cover-up of everything that's going on with the Biden family. And Margaret Brennan at, at Face the Nation at CBS, don't you think it's time we just moved on? Well, the media moved on. You, you didn't have anything to move on from. You were covering it up all along. But Hunter Biden put then-VP dad Joe on phone with business associates at least two dozen times, ex-partner Devin Archer, to testify, Miranda Devine at the New York Post. And uh, the again, CNN's not reporting it. The Washington Post is not reporting it. You could watch CNN and MSNBC all day long and read the Washington Post and the New York Times from cover to cover every day and still have your head wedged into a dark and remote location and really have no idea what's going on with the big stories of your lifetime. Honestly. Extraordinary. Man, oh man. So Hunter Biden would dial his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, on speakerphone into meetings with his overseas business partners, according to testimony expected before Congress this week, from Devin Archer, now it's been moved to next week, for first son's former best friend, Devin Archer, 48 years old, facing jail for his role in a $60 million bond fraud involving a Native American tribe. If these were Republicans, it would be front-page news all day long. Sure, um, Eric Trump's best friend and business partner shook down an Indian tribe for $60 million and he's facing jail time. At front page news all day long. Refuses to testify in open session. Front page news all day long. You know, CBD is everywhere. They're putting CBD in everything these days. Well, my friends at Generic CBD have infused their number one best-selling deep penetrating muscle and joint cream with CBD. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, especially those stiff hands, fingers, joints, you know. Goes to work in a matter of seconds, and it's a fantastic moisturizer, too. The company is called GenericCBD.com. GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. We have it at home. It's uh, for free. You just pay $2.95 to help with the shipping and handling, but don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it. You're going to buy more for yourself and for your mom and for everybody there. Get your free sample today at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Ah, yeah. Who's more corrupt, the Biden family or the Washington Post? Hmm. There's a question, question for the ages. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything wherever you listen. Florida Governor and Presidential Candidate Ron DeSantis was in a car accident this morning. In Tennessee, uh, his press secretary says he was not injured. The Daily Caller has the story, and the Washington Post does not. Ron DeSantis in car accident, Michael Ginsburg writing. Congressional correspondent, Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis was in a car accident Tuesday morning. The car accident occurred while DeSantis was en route to an event in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He was uninjured, campaign press secretary Brian Griffin said. DeSantis was also scheduled to appear at a fundraiser in Knoxville on Tuesday, according to the Knoxville News. This morning, the governor was in a car accident while traveling to an event in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Griffin said in a statement. He and his team are uninjured. So they say, we need pictures of the car, though. Got to see what's going on with that. Was Hillary Clinton anywhere around there at the time? We appreciate the prayers and well wishes of the nation for his continued protection while on the campaign trail, his press secretary said. Four of DeSantis's motorcade cars collided after traffic slowed on I-75 southbound. A Chattanooga Police Department spokesman told the Daily Caller, One DeSantis campaign staffer was treated for minor injuries after the motorcade continued on to the event, the spokesman added. So that's dramatic stuff. You've got four cars in the motorcade colliding after traffic slowed down. You know, uh, driving in a motorcade is a skill. It takes a certain amount of uh, something other to drive in a motorcade. Not everybody, you know, you figure, we're just going to, you know, uh, follow me. And um, it sometimes is more complicated than that. While many Internet commentators offered well wishes, liberal pundit and political operative Bill Kristol complained that the campaign statement was grandiosely uh, was uh, grandiosely and self-important for pretending he is engaged in a dangerous enterprise on brand. I, uh, Bill Crystal, what happened to Bill Crystal? Something has gone terribly wrong there. Democrats give us too much. Too much. Although I do see um, uh, funny, uh, we were just talking about the vicious attack dogs at the White House. First major, their German Shepherd attacking everybody at the White House, and now they they got a replacement dog commander, and now they're a, a replacement dog commander has bit seven people at the White House. They're going to have to shoot them on the South Lawn, execution style, just like the other one, in front of the kids. Bring in the kids. Maybe there'll be a kids' school group there or something there. Let's, uh, let's grab a phone call, Mike. Let's go to Nick calling from Percival, Virginia. Nicholas, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist much uh, calling you about this dog 
uh, has anybody uh, maybe looked into the fact that dogs like to sniff and maybe there's little bags of white powder laying around somewhere and he's been sniffing it? You think Could, uh, maybe ha- maybe have to give him a drug test? Maybe the dog has as accidentally been snorting cocaine left around the White House and that's why Commander is biting people, you think? Uh, you know, I don't know what, I've never taken cocaine, so I wouldn't know, but I'm sure it's, you can get aggressive on it. <laughs> I think it's a good theory, Nick. I think it's an excellent theory. I saw you on the board. I'm like, hey, look, Nick, why, why didn't I think of that? I should have thought of that. And uh, Michael ridiculed me for not thinking of it myself, too. And I said, we're going to have to go to Nick because I didn't want to steal your joke. You know, I saw your joke on the board, and so I wanted to go to you. Of course, it might not be a joke. It could be the actual explanation, couldn't it? Well, who, who knows? You know, we maybe we need a, a special prosecutor for that. Maybe a special counsel in five or eight years didn't from they, now. We could didn't get... they have one for the uh, cocaine that was found back in the, uh, what administration was it, uh, Johnson administration? Or there was a cocaine, uh, I read on the internet that there was a, a cocaine found in a White House one time, and there was a special prosecutor I don't know. Uh, that was this time. I don't know. Have Did to have a look at so many crimes in the White House over the years, you know. Uh, Nick, thank you for the call. Fun, uh, fun point, fun point for sure. Uh, we now go live to the White House. To the Biden's family dog <laughs> attacking more law enforcement. You know, it's just it's a Democrat dog, so it it sees uh, law enforcement and it attacks law enforcement. You, you know. turn a corner and there's two people who don't know at all, and you know, and, and they move and. and he, he moves to protect, but he is—he's uh, a sweet dog. Eighty-five percent of the people there love him. He just all he does is lick them and wag his tail. They're just the law enforcement. The other fifteen percent are under attack constantly. That's not a very good ratio. My uh, dog attacks fifteen percent of the people it sees. That's not good. Uh, speaking of Democrats, this is a fun story. A maskless churchgoer settles lawsuit over 2020 arrests, calls liberalism, quote, modern-day cult. Say it's a modern-day cult. And this is a it's an important story because, remember, the Democrats were sending the cops in to arrest people at every place, uh, school board meetings, churches. What? You've got to wear a mask at church because the Chinese communists, uh, with funding from U.S. taxpayer dollars given by Anthony Fauci, are doing gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And something got out of there. And now everybody's getting sick and you got to wear a mask at church. So a maskless man showed up to church in 2020. And he was arrested and dragged away by the police. There's video. And he's uh, dragged away by the police. And the police are wearing masks. Maskless churchgoer, Fox News reports, settles lawsuit over 2020 arrest, calls liberalism a modern-day cult. City of Moscow Moscow, not Moscow in uh, Russia, of course, but Moscow, Idaho. City of Moscow agreed to $300,000 settlement with Gabriel Wrench and two others arrested in September of 2020. Idaho resident Gabriel Wrench was awarded a hefty settlement for his 2020 arrest during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wrench spoke out about his case Monday and argued his arrest was the result of liberalism 
and cancel culture. Wrench was arrested in September 2020 along with two other churchgoers for what? Not wearing masks to an outdoor worship service. It was outdoors. And the cops came and cuffed him and dragged him away and arrested. The three brought the lawsuit forward the following year, alleging First and Fourth Amendment rights were violated. Democrats don't believe in First Amendment rights or Fourth Amendment rights. The city of Moscow ultimately agreed to settle for $300,000. think that might be $100,000 for each of them, perhaps. I'm very grateful I got a victory. How many people nationwide didn't get a victory, Wrench asked Monday. Uh, and he explained on Fox News that he believes the settlement is the city's attempt to pay off, pay off a massive PR problem. Wrench was arrested in the middle of a worship service. A video of the incident shows that officers are seen taking a hymn book out of Wrench's hands before leading him away in handcuffs. The three were then detained for several hours. They violated my First Amendment rights, free practice of religion, free speech, assembly. In a small town, he said, and I think really what you're seeing in the city of Moscow is a microcosm of what's going on nationwide. He's absolutely correct. The city of Moscow is known as a liberal college town, home to the University of, I of Idaho uh, in an uh, overall red state. They should probably kick the college out of the state. Liberalism, he said, is really turning into kind of a modern-day cult. They use coercion. They want power. They have no real moral standard that is kind of fixed for them. It's exactly right. He's 100% right. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And they don't believe in your First Amendment rights to practice your religion or your free speech. They believe in censorship, even of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Wrench then called out the city's mayor for violating his own pandemic-era mandates. Our mayor was breaking social distancing and masking rules. He went and played golf and drank beer with his buddies the, the day he shut down our town in March of 2020. He was uh, officiating open-door, excuse me, outside weddings a month before he had me arrested. Wrench mm -mm 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 -mm. said city officials have canceled meetings with him and not reached out to discuss the situation. They don't really want to have a real conversation. They just, but that's just liberalism 2.0 and cancel culture for sure, he said. Now, here's the, uh, you know, the reality the Democrat Party is, <laughs> is the Democratic Party isn't. And these aren't liberals. This is the left. These aren't liberals. This is the left. All right, let's get to uh, soundbite number eight. Um, because the corrupt Biden family keeps getting away with all this. And and I, you know, I read a, a story to you a bit uh, earlier uh, by an intelligent writer from the Gateway Pundit saying that Joe Biden would, would come up with an excuse to step down as president um, and he would not be the nominee. I posted a video weeks ago saying the exact same thing, that uh, Joe Biden would not be the nominee, right? 
that they will come up with an excuse of some kind, but that he will go away. And I don't think Kamala will be the replacement. I mean, it will be in the short term, but uh, it comes to being the Democrat nominee next year. Look for uh, Gavin Newsom. Look for, um, and the Democrats are going to time it for maximum drama and everything else. But let's get to uh, let's get to Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the entire House of Representatives, uh, because he too yesterday was talking about how much they have, uh, just as Rudy Giuliani was, and and also Chris Christie, and now Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, yesterday on the credibility of the case that has already been built against Joe Biden. And they keep saying, well, it's Hunter Biden. He's got a drug problem. You're so mean. You need to leave him alone. This is about the president of the United States and the then vice president taking millions of dollars from a Ukrainian oligarch in exchange for political favors, which Joe Biden delivered on. And he's on video bragging about it. And I've played the audio for you many times. Kevin McCarthy yesterday on uh, the evidence that has been collected so far. And again, the two IRS whistleblowers last week that testified in open session on Capitol Hill. The Washington Post has not mentioned it. They had no stories on it the next day, no stories on it the day after. They don't cover the news. They cover up the news. Kevin McCarthy yesterday. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. They've got the documents, the paperwork, the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury. They've got the bank records. They have the money transfers. They have the IRS officials on the record. They're going to get this Devin Archer guy. I suspect that he is not going to cooperate. He's not going to give the committee what they want. They ought to be doing it in open session, not in closed session for transcript only. Um... And the fight will continue. And the news media, like Margaret Brennan at CBS on Face the Nation on Sunday, don't you think your party should just move on? I think the fourth estate should be holding feet to the fire in Washington, D.C. There should be accountability, and a free press is supposed to ensure that that happens. Unfortunately, what we have is a gang of corrupt fluffers, and uh, they uh, are not interested in doing their jobs and that is the auto-corrupt button on our sacred republic when the news media has been been corrupted the way that they have, um, almost entirely voluntarily, of course. Kevin McCarthy yesterday, you know, we've got the whistleblowers, the most credible whistleblowers. We've got, we've got mountains of, uh, so we've got the shell companies, the LLCs. Uh, we've got the communications with Hunter Biden and the Chinese executive, CEFC, uh, threatening them. You know, I hold a grudge. My father is sitting next to me. He and his friends will see to it that you pay the price. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is all the shakedown material is right here in the light of day. And uh, if we only had a news media, what CBS and the Washington Post could do with this story, lordy lord.
Man, oh, Manischewitz, uh, Kevin McCarthy, yes. Is this speaker. rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed? Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. I don't think bringing Richard Nixon into it is necessarily uh, necessary or appropriate in this context. Uh, this is actually Jonathan Turley, the law professor I played yesterday. You know, this is this is much bigger than Watergate. It's literally bigger than Watergate. It is the president himself taking bribes, a specifically impeachable offense in the Constitution. Uh, let's go to soundbite number one. Yesterday at the White House, they had the uh, briefing with Cringe, you know, cringe on Pierre, uh, was asked a question by Fox News reporter Jillian Turner. And uh, and then nobody else followed up. It was pretty amazing stuff. Nobody else, none of you got a room full of reporters, and they all sit there grimacing when somebody asks a question like the Jillian Turner question about Hunter Biden being involved. And listen to this because cringe, they've always said, oh, Joe Biden never talked to Hunter Biden about his business dealings. And Joe Biden said it a hundred times. I've never discussed, in fact, let's play uh, number 1A of uh, of Joe Biden saying that he's never even talked, it's 2019, August of 2019. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Period. Never discussed uh, his son or his brother anything to do uh, any of their businesses. Uh, Peter Ducey asked in September of 2019 uh, the, the same question because we've known this for years. If only we had a press corps. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Never. He's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings. Now we have evidence all over the place. We have the pictures with the associates and Joe Biden. We've got you know, the testimony that Joe Biden is. Uh, called in on the speaker phone call on the, uh, hey, I got my father, the vice president, on the phone with these Ukrainians and Chinese and Romanians, and and uh, the evidence is everywhere. Now, yesterday, Cringe was asked about this by one lonely reporter, Jillian Turner, um, about what we've learned, and, and it's still not even what we've learned, the FBI in Pittsburgh um, uh, going to the U.S. attorney, David Weiss in Delaware and saying, we've corroborated major portions of this now seven-year-old 1023 document uh, based on their conversations with the confidential human source and informant that's feeding all this information to the FBI. And we're the better part of a decade later and the FBI hasn't done anything. So here's the question and the answer yesterday at the White House. And note that the party line is no longer, he's never spoken to his son about his business dealings. Now the language has changed. Chairman James Comer today says that the Oversight Committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. So he lied. I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. That wasn't the question. Notice that? 
and you haven't been asked the question and you haven't answered the question a million times or even once because the question has never been asked, but it's like, you know, that's the responses. And then Jillian Turner tried to get a follow-up in and was unable to do so. And the other fake reporters, the fluffers, the greasy fluffers in the White House press briefing room uh, asked about, you know, what his favorite ice cream is today or where they're going on vacation next because they're eagle, eager little puppy dogs who can't wait to give the Democrats a tongue bath every day. Pretty amazing and appalling stuff. They just changed the terms of the discussion. Now they say he wasn't in business with Hunter Biden. No longer saying, oh, he never talked to him. Um, she didn't ask, answer the question that was asked. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. I've got so much to get to, I can hardly stand it. A left-wing group posted headlines about the weather. Washington Post, Phoenix Phoenix hits record for 19th day of 110 degrees plus. Uh, And Hillary Clinton retweeted it, saying, Not a... Hot enough for you? Thank a MAGA Republican. That's right. The MAGA Republicans are responsible for hot days in Phoenix, Arizona. These people are very severely mentally ill. Now, speaking of the vaccines, we weren't speaking of the vaccines. Uh, The son of LeBron James suffered a cardiac arrest yesterday during a basketball workout at the University of Southern California. Bronny James Bronny James, son of LeBron James, one of the world's greatest athletes, suffers cardiac arrest in USC basketball workout. Just astonishing. 18 years old, rushed to the hospital, now in stable condition, uh, and he is out of the ICU. Uh, just amazing stuff. Now, just don't question the cardiac, the, uh, the uh, myocarditis is trending on Twitter now. Elon Musk tweeted, He said, we cannot ascribe everything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. Myocarditis is a known side effect. The only question is whether it is rare or common. So many great things. That woman that pretended to be kidnapped and was kidnapped by a white man with orange hair, she made it all up. It was a lie. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.